Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you want to talk about mindset shifts, the mindset shift we need is not from lazy to hardworking. It's from individualistic to collective thinking. Mm. We're about to respectfully disagree with a lot of the points yep. that are made. But so, a disagreement is not the same as a drag. Oh, 100%. Exactly. 100%. That's the it. issue and the illusion with meritocracy. People say, just equip yourself, equip yourself. You can equip yourself to the cows come home. If you don't have opportunity, you're done for. People think that platform validates their opinions, but it's not. It's being well-versed. But now, because there's such a watered-down version of community, there's no real yeah. sense of, like, but love. But can you there's have no true community in capitalist society? Man. Hello, and welcome to the Two My Sisters podcast. I'm Courtney. And I'm Renee, and we are your online sisters and hosts of the Two My Sisters podcast. We are all about promoting the wellness, growth, and development of a community of sisters across the world. And in today's episode, yes, we are going to be talking about working hard or hardly working. Okay. I've been waiting, I've been waiting <laughs> to use that one, I'm telling ya. What is the real bomb diggity behind this whole working hard notion yeah. is meritocracy real yeah and is moving up in the social classes yeah. a real possibility okay as well as is it to be aspired to yes let's get into it let's get into it but into it, yeah. before we get into the meat and bones of the topic we always have the starter which is the ding 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 dilemma baby let's get into it hey sisters hey thank you so much for the amazing work you're doing I've been listening to you for a year now and I've grown so much. My dilemma is that I'm 32 and I've been dating my boyfriend for nine months Mm -hmm. now. I want to get married. And when we first started dating, I was intentional about figuring out if he was the right guy. So I think I asked the right questions, Mm -hmm. including asking about money and his view of money. Here's the issue. I've always made more than him. Mm. He works hard and has a good stable job, but I just make significantly more in my role. At first, he said he was fine with it, but recently he's been making slight comments at me. And in a recent argument, he even said he felt like I was emasculating him as I suggested we go on holiday to celebrate my birthday. But it was out of his budget and I offered to pay for us both. Mm. I want to get married soon, but if this Mm -hmm. is going to be a problem, I need to know if I should stay with him and work this out. But I don't know how or if I should move on to the next. Help a sister out, oh, please. You are, you are in need of help. Oh, you yeah. are in need of and, help. And your man too. Oh, indeed. Okay, this is Ooh. interesting because you're quite you're older. So I get the idea of I might want to stick with this one because, you know, I want to get married soon, like yeah. you said. So I think, first of all, like you said, you had that honest conversation and the necessary question about finances mm-hmm, when you started mm-hmm. dating bring that conversation up again yeah. because clearly something has changed yeah. and i think it's 
easy when you start dating someone or maybe if, especially if he has never been in this situation before, I think he thought this is, this is not how he would react. Mm. He probably thought when he said, I'm fine with it, that he was actually fine with it. But I think in actuality, having walked it out in the last nine months, he's realizing he's not as fine with it as he thought he was. Right. And that's fine. People can change. People can change their mind. You know, some things are not the same in theory as they are in practice. So that's completely fine. But now it's, where do we currently stand? Now that you have experienced it for the last nine months mm. of us being together, how does this actually make you feel? Because if you're going to get pissed off every time I say, I want to do something that is in my budget and I'm inviting you to do it with me, but you're upset because it's not in your budget and you can't pay for both of us, we got to talk. Yeah. Because it either means that I now need to compromise and bring down my standard of living and my lifestyle so that I can match you, or you need to become comfortable with the fact that I can take care of us both mm. in certain areas, mm. right? And I know that there probably are some men who are uncomfortable with that. There are some women who are comfortable with the notion of being taken care of or having somebody provide for them, especially, absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> not I. That's I can't relate. Women, um, I just I'm just want to give them a voice. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Being taken care of problems. I I but can't relate, but you know, speak for the voice. Representative. Exactly. It's representation. Exactly. You get of diversity, and so I I do think it's worth having that conversation again. Mm. It's worth ha- saying, you know, babe. First of all, that comment hurt me because I, that's mm. not what I am intending mm-hmm, to do, mm-hmm, right? Mm. I'm not intending to emasculate you. I am not intending to make you feel less than. Yeah. I I love you. I I accept you. Well, maybe not I accept you. Not but accept. I accept you, no, because oh, I, and I, I don't think you're less of a man because you make less than me. Mm. Like I don't. I'm happy with this dynamic, but are you? Yeah. Are you okay with this dynamic? And you know, if it is because you if it's creeping up at nine months, imagine if you get married, what's it gonna feel like at nine years? Now, this is not to say that this man will always make less than you, but you don't know, right? You just don't know. And if it is a conversation of okay, he's gotten to this point of this is obviously based on assumption, he gets to this place of actually I I don't think I can deal with the fact that you make more than me sir if you want to be with me either step your buddy up or become fine with it you ain't never lie but i'm not gonna step down like it's i think it'll be horrible for him or for you to think you now need to step out of your role just because he's making less than you so that you can make him feel comfortable that's not how this is gonna work until he puts a ring on that finger and you decide how life is gonna look like together for the rest of your life you don't step out of that good paycheck you got okay sister Mm. okay and just bringing that up actually i hope you've given your march challenge because if you're making that much bread yep. i hope you've given to the charity <laughs> that's a good point <laughs> just a reminder just a, um just since you're asking one. us for that free you, advice you know, right right <laughs> um but yeah we're always happy to give out any free advice but yeah i think it's important to just have that conversation about clearly this is not okay mm. and if we're going to journey with each other some more we both need to be on the same page Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. how do we feel about this this finance issue you know because if i continue to make more than you if you keep bringing up these silly arguments not silly but they're valid to him i don't want to invalidate his feelings but if you keep bringing up these issues we can't i can't yeah i there's actually no i don't think there is a way to be in a relationship with someone who is genuinely provoked by how much you make not provoked no provoked you are provoked i don't want to say it's insecure because he might not be insecure i think society has framed 
um the financial responsibility of a relationship around men. Mm. You know what I mean? And some of us hold those traditional views. I think we do. However, I do think in a world that is progressive in a world that is modern in a world where women are in the workforce and actually performing very highly, oftentimes, especially if we look at the structure of the education system Mm. and and performance within the education system, women actually excel, right? They excel quite well. And so it's not a surprise when they do end up, especially in certain fields, surpassing men in certain arenas and also there are certain roles and certain fields which do earn way more in terms of salary whilst there may be other roles that have you know other perks such as power responsibility mm-hmm. um influence things like that however they may not play as much for example if he's an entrepreneur and she's like a i don't know software engineer she's probably making bank do you know what i mean but he's probably setting himself up for the long term so it really is a conversation about future yeah. trajectory honest and true feelings Mm, as well because mm. it might not be like this forever but also if it is like this forever is this going to disrupt us because if it is we got a part for sure and like you said you 32 you're looking to get married (laughs) you got to figure this out asap and i think that's actually the beauty of being older sometimes you just need to have clear cut on this conversation cut the faff cut the the flowery stuff let's get right down to the depths Mm. of this issue how does me making more money than you make you feel Mm. that's what i think brilliant i think you hit the nail on the head that's what i try to do as per usual coming (laughs) swinging (laughs) flipping rocky balboa (laughs) i love rocky man i need to watch another honestly honestly but no i definitely agree um, I think maybe the only thing that I would add is in terms of communication, mm. really ask what it is. Because it might not necessarily be the fact that, you know, you earn more than him. But in terms of the slight comments, mm. maybe it is potentially your delivery too. Mm. Um, so consider, well, rather ask and see, you know, in terms of your feedback of he's making slight comments. But sometimes we also have our blinders and blinkers on. And yeah. the fact that you are making more money you might not even know there are certain things that you're doing that yeah. might also be not necessarily provoking him, but making him feel like a little bit emasculated. Yeah, or like this is an issue for you. Precisely, precisely. So definitely communicate. That's the first thing that you need to do. Forget, first of all, forget the whole, should I stay or should I go? Go and talk to that the yeah, man first. Go talk that, to that man. If this is the man that you're saying, I'm thinking about pursuing marriage, at least with you in the next few years or so, you need to go and talk to him first. Facts. Um, so ascertain how is he feeling about it and how is he feeling about not necessarily the fact that you earn more money than him, but how it's playing out in real life situations within mm. your relationship. Because as you said, I think you highlighted so perfectly, many of us go in with the idea of, oh, we're going to be fine, you know, with this theory or notion of, you know, this particular thing that we do Mm, right it might be precisely we have all these beautiful scenarios that we make up in our head that we figure out our action plan of how we're going to deal with them whilst there's still a scenario or a theory but in practice it's difficult right these things are challenges these things are something that you want to work together in order to ascertain how is this going to play out in real life over multiple scenarios when it comes to finances i think finances is another we recorded we um released an episode earlier around you know romantic boundaries and um 
relationships. And I'd said that one of the foundational principles was thinking about sex and physical activity. Yeah. Finances is another foundational principle or values. Yeah. What's your attitude towards finance as well as how does this actually play out? What's your relationship with finances? What are you bringing to the relationship as a result of that relationship with finances? Mm. So I think really dig deep and double down on this one because finances is one of the number one reasons that families break up it is the number one reason that families break up it's not even infidelity it's money it's money it is money and the it doesn't always it, have to be precisely it. it doesn't even have to be the lack of money mm-hmm. well in this case it might be the slight lack of money on the part of His somebody part. It, precisely yeah um and then also thinking about you know ways that you can help him feel more you know quote-unquote masculine yeah or ways that you can validate him that are not centered around finances as well because i do think that sometimes we can as women we can kind of like downplay men's need to feel masculine or men's need to feel validated too precisely and i think that he may be putting in potential emotional bids which is an opportunity for you to step up as Mm. his partner and reaffirm him that look I love you irrespective of how much you're making. Mm. Let's figure out ways, you know, that you can help him feel that way. Mm. And I'm sure whilst you came in with the intention of like, oh, you know, it's my birthday. I don't mind paying for us both. That might have been misread or misinterpreted as extremely emasculating Mm. for him. And it doesn't necessarily speak to the fact that he's insecure. Although, you know, again, I don't know this man. Um, It might be an insecurity. You'd be the best judge of that. However, I do think it's about, as Courtney said, having honest conversations, sit down with the man. How are you feeling? What are you thinking? What's the reality of the situation? Because we don't have time to waste. Mm. Life is short. It really is. Life is short and it's to be enjoyed. And we don't want you missing out on the enjoyment of life because you are with somebody who is holding back your capacity to enjoy these experiences that you can actually afford. So true. It's so true. Uh, and i think that is the biggest challenge like having to bring down your lifestyle so that someone else can feel comfortable and it's like do you want to make that trade i don't think you should personally but because you can't stop having nice things but some people do stop themselves from having nice things though that's nice for them isn't it no not at all like they'll they'll stop themselves from having fun they'll stop themselves from doing something just to accommodate somebody else and their their desires or their insecurities or you know the things that they say and i think there's a way to do that with wisdom you know like what you're saying other if you're saying you feel emasculated it's not the money that needs to go. Maybe I need to find a way, like you said, to make you feel masculine, to make you feel whatever you're saying that you desire to feel. Um, but like I said, girl, don't get rid of that job. Do not get rid of that job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Do so not, sorry. No, no, no. no. I Especially so sorry. if you're happy with your current role yeah. and it's really fulfilling, helping you feel like you're fulfilling purpose in your yeah. life. That, that He met you with the role, Shaz. Exactly. So. And even if you're not fulfilled and it's not purposeful, if you're getting the good paycheck, you better save that. I'm telling you. Get that money, baby. No, and the thing is, I go with the mindset, okay, maybe this is past, you know, dysfunction talking but i go with the mindset that you might not always be in my life we've been dating for nine months and so you put a ring on it i'm not gonna drastically adjust my life you are absolutely until we have decided that we are really doing life together it's like the girl that was playing house with her entrepreneur boyfriend yeah? yeah I think we as women, because we desire marriage so much, sometimes we want to just jump into, I'll do anything or, you know, Mm. I'll sacrifice anything or I'll just be that wife right now Mm. before the assurance. Mm. Davido Mm. said it well. 
give you assurance. Yep. Don't make a trade without assurance. Yeah. Wow. I learned that from Alibaba. <laughs> I was about to say, <laughs> trade them from Alibaba. Yep. Yep. Alibaba. They have yep. trade assurance. Don't make a trade unless it's verifiable. Airtight. Airtight. And both of us have stakes in this, you oh, know. Oh, goodness. That's what I'd say, but... Sis, we are wishing you the absolute best you because it is not easy. Relationships are not easy They're to not navigate. Right. You know, we're just giving you advice. You don't have to do it. Um, someone actually said this on the Instagram comments that made me laugh. Yeah. yeah. They were like, is there not a way for us to check up on like how people have implemented the yeah. advice or what has ended up happening? Not- because I like Jess. <laughs> and the way they said it, it's like me, I like Jess. Yeah. I said, you right. I like you. you right. I like you because I like just too. But sis, if you do watch this and you want to send an email maybe or anyone who has ever sent a dilemma to us and we've answered it on the podcast and mm. you recognize that it's you, send us an email, like with just respond update. with an update. Let us with know. An update. We'd love to know and 100%. give a little, you know, how things are going. Yeah, give oh, the sisterhood an update. Yeah, literally. It's kind like, like love is blind. Cast your mind back to, oh jeez, oh. that show. Um, we could do a whole episode on love is blind the thing about love is blind is there's a lot of archetypes yeah that you can point out but everybody needs therapy 110 percent. everyone needs betterhelp.com forward slash to my sister that is hilariously great (laughs) that is hilarious. everyone does need 10 percent off their therapy uh, journey they definitely do because they're gonna be in it for a while a a hot minute Especially that Danielle. Oh, oh she might need baby. to email us for multiple coupons. Baby. <laughs> she, <laughs> that girl. Ooh, her shake. Oh, shake. I just don't believe in anyone that is called Abishek. And, you and you're going sh- by shake. shake. Shake, 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 yeah. shake it. Yeah. Rock star. It's, that's Rock what star it's lifestyle. That's what it's giving. Yeah. Yeah. My guy said... Love is blind. No, I think love is blurry. Oh, my top three for therapy is Shake and um, Danielle. Danielle yeah. and uh, oh, it's gonna have to be Shane for my oh, third. Oh, fair. It's gonna have to be fair. Shane was Shane, a bit annoying. Oh, he made me laugh. Heaven forgive me. He didn't make me. I don't know what people saw in that man. I, personally. you know what it what, what really oh, that we. Oh. We we going off course, <laughs> but what really like got me about Shane, especially Shane and Natalie, yeah. is just how mismatched they were in hundred percent their communication and like love styles. Natalie must have at the end of every day, not to invalidate your love sis if you ever listen to this, but at the end of their every day, she must have looked in the mirror, and tried to convince herself to love this man. Honestly, because how are we not seeing something y'all are seeing? Because how can who you two, him and Shayna, I get that. I can see that. They don't even have to show me footage of that. I get that. But Natalie. It's like, I just, I just feel like we have an emotional connection. It's when Natalie was saying she felt connected to him. That's the bit I didn't understand. Because Natalie so seems lovely. connected but right that's now the bit. to you. And that's the bit I didn't, I didn't I get it. I just feel like I love you. I didn't get it. What I, I just, oh, what hurt she me was, so was just pretty, like, though. All yeah, the she was like, everyone was gorgeous. Yeah. Um, I'll be at Albeit not a uh, blonde and size six, according to Shake, but that's another Who's conversation. Blonde and size six? Shake, he said that he don't he only dates blonde white women. That he can fit on his shoulders. Oh yeah, the fit on your shoulders bit was oh you're not talking to your mic at all. <laughs> Hi. Yeah. Mind yeah. you, the man doesn't look like he worked out a day in his life, but anyways. Ooh. Um Ooh. and then you have what Jarrett and um Iana. Yeah. They were cute, but Ayana. she was his second choice. And 
anyways anyway they did say that they had a conversation about like that and that was a lot for them to work over but you know what that really did open up a conversation just generally on social media it's like do people when they get to a particular age if they've missed the boat out on the person they actually really love do they just set a hundred percent people do it all the time we're gonna have to come back to that we should do a whole episode oh a hundred percent that's actually great a hundred percent but people do it with everything that's true they do it with jobs. They do it with That's food. True. They do That's it with true. literally everything. But it hurts because it's another person. Yeah, that's the bit that's sad. That's the bit that's sad. But a lot of people settle all the time, every day. The politics of set. Anyway, sisters, let us know if you want us <laughs> to do an actual full episode unpacking love is blind, settling yeah. when it comes to marriage, speed dating in general yeah. in the modern world. It's really yeah. evolved into something quite horrific, hasn't yeah. it? Oh, For dear. our entertainment, this reality TV, reality social TV. media, marriages. The impact of reality TV on our view and perception of love is crazy absolutely insane yo we need to do one on 90 day fiance as well that i've is never hilarious. watched that in my life really yeah. oh, okay when we wait 90 day fiance is that when they like go abroad yeah to find oh yeah yeah, yeah. i've seen some clips on youtube oh girl yeah, yeah. okay we, we'll do. but what what do we have to say about that everyone's using you for green card that's actually my conclusion i don't care no get uh, your bag how you get it personally uh, but you don't believe in love at, in 90 days that is i think that's silly transatlantic no i don't <laughs> categorically so no from me dog Completely. what else is there uh there's love is blind there's the one where you can't too hot to handle <laughs> anyways Sha, we'll leave the well, just just let us know if you want us to do a full episode on this i think this could be quite juicy and quite fun to dig into netflix if you want us to be reviewers of your shows oh, we can boy. bring our opinions we can do you know what we could do with well, that we a lot Many things. anyways back to the episode <laughs> we are talking about hard work versus hardly working yeah this is interesting because it feels like everyone has a lot to say about this you know from and this is yeah precisely this is the <laughs> angle i was gonna bring it in so we've got a particularly because of the rise of social media yeah. we have uh, lots of influencers who are skipping the process of engaging with you know management and pr before they say things online no 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 because this is the case this is the case um that's what it seems that's what i'm chalking it but up people to. want them to be real no they want them to be unfiltered but that's the issue they need to be filtered that's mm. why you know back in the day when we're thinking about celebrities they never spoke unless you know they had it filtered through somebody because yeah. they had a brand and an image and a business to protect because yeah. they are their business yeah and as much as i love social media for the good that it does it also does a disproportionate amount of harm yeah. when we allow certain thoughts platformed without context mm. so there's been an outpouring of influencers mm-hmm. social media figures figures in general um who've come on the internet to talk about you know the notion of hard work not on beyonce's internet no oh where dear. is beyonce she's quiet you know what there was a podcast i heard i listened to here's the thing hosted by that chick angel and kev on stage and that chick angel said something very very wise Mm. she said once i make a certain level of impact you can't or income you can't even pay me to talk about certain things 100 
what's your thoughts on no. the world crisis on no. wow look the sky is blue no. did you know that but you know i think what's what's wise about that though is there's actually an exchange going on there mm. for you know it's it's an exchange you've declined albeit but it's an exchange of somebody's actually asked you for your two pence unfortunately what we're dealing with here no but they were asked I have to defend them on that. They were asked. I feel like, why are people asking you these questions? Yeah. That's my challenge. That's sometimes. true. Because we they need were to challenge asked. the. You know, I hear that. We have to challenge the platforms too, because. Yeah, it's the platform. Because I feel like sometimes some people are baited. If you don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> we <have> to, <laughs> sorry, okay, to, to take about. two steps back. So recently we've had an outpouring of celebrities, influencers, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Most notably, we've had, you know, Miss Molly May. Yeah, come here on. in the UK. Yep, here in the UK. Come on um, our good sir, Steve Bartlett's yeah. podcast to talk about, CEO, you know, her life and diversity. Uh, um, to talk about her rise and her career and all that kind of good stuff jazz um we've also recently had miss kim kardashian yes come up and talk about you know the rise fame etc etc and in both cases funnily enough their prevailing message or the message that was you know platformed the most on social media was this notion of working hard to get to where you you want to be emphasis on the working hard emphasis you've got to put your everything you've yes. got into kim kardashian it specifically that. said on um wasn't vanity fair something like, like that something yeah. like that she was just saying you know specifically it seems like people don't want to work these days mm. and mm. here's the thing i get it but i also don't this is the thing and this is sometimes why like social media let's go back to the original point we were saying yeah a why are people asking you these questions yeah. like why i get it they have social influence they have social power they have social impact whatever it might be you believe you perceive them to have they have style they have influence they are not political commentators no they are not politicians no they're not social activists no they're not they don't even do social commentary no so why are you asking them for their opinion on social issues especially as your first point of or not even first point of call but you have a massive platform surely you would want to expose people to not expert information but informed information mm. unfortunately with celebrity culture people want to know celebrities opinions even if those opinions are not informed that's dangerous yeah that's yeah, really yeah, dangerous yeah. because it's sometimes even like people are I wouldn't, I'm not saying this is what happened in these um, two instances with Kim Kardashian or Molly May. Yeah. But it feels like sometimes platforms don't care about how it makes the, the person who said it look. And they also don't care about the backlash that that person is going to receive because it brings them press mm. regardless, mm. right? And I think, yeah, everyone should take personal responsibility for the things that they say. But I also think it is very telling that we're living in a, a world where virality really is gold and these things often go viral and instead of kind of protecting somebody's character and the way that they are perceived even though there's only so much you can do to protect people's perception on the internet mm. i think it's very telling when these things go viral especially if they're considered harmful quote unquote harmful and nobody really is doing the work to undo it mm -hmm. undo the harm if that makes sense but then there's also the question is this even harmful <sighs> it's such a tricky one because there's just so many layers to it to okay. unpack let's right? get let's start with layer I one i think 
there, this is more of a tangential slash adjacent layer, but it's important to state that both of these are notable women. Yeah. And this is obviously TMS and stuff like that. We both hold women accountable, but then we, you know, call a spade a spade when we see it. Call a spade a spade. And there is something to be said about the fact that, you know, when notable women say things that are controversial, they definitely get less grace than their male counterparts. A thousand Because percent. the message I've heard from Molly May and yep. from Kim Kardashian, I've also heard from multiple you know, influential male figures who a may have had a similar percent. trajectory insofar yeah. as they've capitalized on a viral moment yeah. and come and said, you know, something brash and masculine, work hard, yeah. do the work, rah, rah, rah. Yeah, yeah. But there is something to be said about, you know, this really volatile backlash, particularly women get when it comes to talking about careers, yeah. entrepreneurship, just money. being in that money, right? And the whole degradation this is the problem with the internet people lack class and they lack respect when it comes to disagreeing with people or you know arguing with people when i heard those comments and i listened to it and i listened to the full things for context i heard the context but i still was like respectfully sis i think you made several points here that were problematic yeah. i don't agree with it yeah but to now come on beyonce's internet to be saying you're an effing whore yeah F you're this, this. you're that, that. Firstly, if someone hits you with a defamation suit now, you're not even going to have Bruh. a leg to stand on. Secondly, I will repeat it again. It's because people don't fight enough. <laughs> people aren't frogging people enough in the streets. Not, like I know. said, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not pro-violence. However, <laughs> I think a good beating sometimes. Uh, just a, just as an example, I think a, because World Star isn't as popular as it used to be, people are brave. There is a way to disagree or there is a way to debate with class without dragging someone out of their name and also proving that you have no shame because unfortunately because of how accessible certain people of certain status have become on social media mm. you think you can talk to anybody like they're your yeah, mate yeah yeah and i get it it's it's popular it's beautiful like not it's popular it's beautiful but society is cheering on yeah go you you sure, stand up to sure, the system sure, da, 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 da. Sure. you don't know and i'm gonna say this all the time you actually don't know who you'll need in the future and some people are going to get hit with a fat reality check Very serious. when them um that venomous tongue that you were talking with is what catches you out Precisely. in the future especially Precisely. because like i said you don't know who you will need and you also don't know where you will be 100%. in the future hundred percent so yeah i just wanted to tackle that adjacent point first before we dig into the meat and the bones of this is something that you know this is a topic that we disagree with but there's a way to do it yeah. that is actually classy a way to do it that is respectful of the fact that this is another human being yeah there's a way to do it that's actually you know nice yeah no 100%. principles we are principled and ladies social here. media actually lacks that a 100%. lot of time it lacks being respectful just being nice realizing that the the person on the other end of this tweet or on this instagram post or whatever is a human being and the same tl that'll be talking about people's mental health and suicide Man. prevention and check in on your friends do you not think that these are people who have mental yeah. mental challenges yeah, as well yeah, and yeah. actually need to protect their own mental health? Now, this is not to say don't hold people accountable. What this is to say is 
Some of your, actually, some of your comments aren't even accountability. That's the bit that jars some me. Some of them are rude. <laughs> and some of them are just rude for the sake of being rude. Mm. And if you want to know, um, hear more into this, because I think it was an excellent video. Our good sis, Adela Afadi, has actually made a video about cancel culture. She's made several videos about like these kinds of situations. Mm. Because I think uh, more than holding people accountable, I think people are so- talking just for the sake of getting applause. Yeah. Rather than actually... Because people are like, oh, she'll never see my tweets anyway. So then why are you tweeting? Because obviously you're not trying to get to the core of the problem. You there just want to be heard. There we go. You just want to be heard. You want the retweets. And you like, want the in likes. terms of when you are critiquing, let's get into the critique now. Because, yeah, I um, just to get all of that out of the way, you know, do it respectfully. Mm. We about to respectfully disagree with a lot of the points yep. that are made. But so, a disagreement is not the same as a drag. Oh, 100%. Exactly. 100%. 100%. Just so you know. Hundred percent. Now, in terms of the actual issue around the premise of working hard, mm. I think that, oh man, first of all, working hard has been used to gloss over the fact that there are very real institutional failings that many people face on a daily basis. I agree. Part of which the influencers in questions are perpetrators of. Per- not even pep they are queens of right queens of exploitation when we think about capitalism when we think of the people who are at the bottom of the food chain so quote unquote when we think about the people that they employ it's not just about working hard to get to where you you need to go when i even think about and this is the thing that jars me most about folks that will come online and talk about their success story and be like, I worked hard, da, 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 da. We know you worked hard, but we also know that there was luck involved. We also know that there was opportunity involved. We also know that there were certain things that you had access to that other people did not, not have access to. Yeah. So no one is trying to, I think it's the whole people feel like they are being attacked, Yeah. right? by um, lots of other people online that are trying to invalidate their success. Yeah. So they fight it. They, the way that they, you know, argue with it is to say, I'm working hard. Mm. However, no one is denying that, you know, you work hard mm. for what you do. What we are trying to highlight is the fact that there are some very catastrophic mm-hmm. institutional failings and structural barriers yeah. that are preventing people from reaching the same height of success yeah. that you have. A hundred percent. And it's unfair. And it proves, and it seems like you are unaware of it. And that's the bit oh. that's jarring. You're unaware Blinkers. of the privilege Blinders. that goes into your success. Ooh. And it doesn't mean that because... And, the thing is on the flip side of this and I, cause everything you said is accurate and it's right. And it's sentiments that I completely echo and agree mm. with on the flip side though, what they are saying is not necessarily wrong in the sense that a lot of people have climbed up the social ladder through hard work. Yeah. However, when they are aware of the privileges that they have had, that have paired with that hard work, it makes it easier to accept. Mm. I'm thinking of someone like Grace Beverly, who is like, Mm. I work hard, but I also have a privileged background. Do you get what I mean? And the two are like, you can say one, but you also have to say the other. And I think unfortunately, because a lot of people want to seem, dare I say, greater than they actually are, they want to ignore their privilege and just say it was hard work. 100. And it's like, actually, we would just appreciate if you were honest yeah. about the full picture. And if you just use yourself as a case study so that people in similar situations to you can be inspired, but also people who are not in similar situations to you 
can be aware of the mm, fact that mm-hmm, they are not mm-hmm. in a similar situation to you. I think it's a problem when influencers or celebrities or anyone in power starts to become a part of the illusion. Yeah. This illusion of meritocracy. Yeah, yeah. That just if the only element that goes into this formula of success success is hard work Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's not it is really really not and there's not enough transparency when it comes to the actual things that go into the success especially of these kinds of people like you said capitalistic capitalistic values okay someone's getting exploited somebody is getting exploited and sometimes you are the active perpetrator and you see it and you have blinders it's you put blinders on it's not even like you're unaware you are aware of it and you are perpetrating it so for me like it gets really difficult because it's like how can you come and talk about working hard when you are actively exploiting those who probably work harder than Than you. you Yeah, they prob- and even this whole idea of hard work. Yeah, and I think what was, what was the most say. insulting, right? For me, the most insulting was actually Kim K's. Um, it's Kim. To me, I'm Kim more K's. outraged by Kim K. I was scandalized. To when be she's, very honest, particularly this point around, no one wants to work hard anymore. It seems like people don't want to work these days. The people making the skims outfit, respectfully, Maybe. because if you want to send me some in PR, but take it. I'm but screaming. Respectfully, the people making the skims wear, are they paid fairly? Precisely. Precisely. Because then we need to have a conversation about remuneration. The reason why it seems like a lot of people are dissatisfied with working hard is because they are not compensated enough. They're not Salaries working not hard, rising. they're being exploited. Slavery go, is not the uh, same as hard work. Go back and listen to our episode on, you know, energy costs and all the things that are going on in the world right now. Who wants to work hard knowing that your hard work is not being compensated fairly? Yeah. That's also another issue. There are people that are working their butts off. There are people who are going through Say very, very serious economic hardship yeah. that are working day and night that yeah. are up listen i grew up with a like my parents i didn't come from you know a quote-unquote rich background Mm -hmm. or a privileged background i grew up seeing my mom and my dad work hard Mm -hmm. from dawn till dusk Mm -hmm. work hard but were never compensated enough to take care of a family properly Mm -hmm. as they would have liked to yeah so this whole people don't want to work hard anymore you just need to work harder it's just not enough to get to the finish line it's just not enough it's insulting in fact and the bit that then pitches me off even more because similarly grew up watching my parents even till this day Parents are working hours that are Hard. just unfathomable. Hard. And e- as much as you have that desire, I'm going to retire my parents. Then you're confronted with an energy crisis and fuel prices right. that are rising and house prices that are inflating and all of these things which are stopping you from being able to live the life which you desperately want to live, right? Mm. However, the thing about Kim Kardashian's situation that jarred me even more was, man, we saw how you got famous. Why are you... <laughs> This is the bit that is, that's the bit that's annoying me. Throw it back a couple of years, right? I was actually like, Kim Kardashian is a bomb businesswoman. You want to know why? Because she owns her ish. Like she, not her, like she owns things. She owns the fact that I do pretty for a living. Yeah. Like if you want to see the the origin of influencer culture, it's the Kardashians. Do you get what I mean? It's reality TV. It's my lifestyle can be entertainment. Yeah. And she owned that. And Kris Jenner, the mastermind that Boy. is Kris Jenner, aka Professor Jenner of the business Mate. administration um, facility. She is boss levels, right? However, I think it's, it's really dangerous when you start to paint this idea that 
your hard work is the same as other people's hard work because it really isn't. Baby. Your hard work is, and I'm not trying to discredit what anybody has done. Your hard work is quote unquote smart work. What you've done is you've taken a great and ripe opportunity, whether it be controversy, whether it be luck, whether it be um, exposure, whatever it is, Mm. you took that and you capitalized off it in the smartest way. Well done. The issue is when you go and you start sparking these narrative of you just need to work harder, what you're ignoring is the fact that Everyone doesn't have that window. Most people don't have that window. You had a window and that window was made at the intersection of very, very rare things that rarely happen for people. Do you get what I mean? It's everything. You you had sex. You had the horniness culture. You had people yearning, people who were bored. You had all these different things work in your favor Mm -hmm. to get to where it is that Mm -hmm, you got mm -hmm. to, right? And yes, you worked hard and worked smart based leveraging, leveraging. Most people don't have leverage, right? And so the more you start to spew, I've worked hard. I've worked hard. No, you capitalized off of an opportunity really well. People don't have opportunities. Do you get what I mean? And that's the problem. Like it's all about opportunity. You keep, people keep assuming, and that's the Oh, sorry, I'm getting frustrated. No, girl, That's the issue and the illusion with meritocracy. People say, just equip yourself, equip yourself. You can equip yourself till the cows come home. If you don't have opportunity, you're done for. Do you get what I mean? And most people don't get opportunity. So many social barriers stand in people's way that stop them from getting opportunity. Do you get what I mean? And it's not just mindset. And that's the other thing that pisses me off. So many of y'all got mics and you say all these things and you sit in your nice houses like we do and you talk about mindset stuff but most people are not coming up against mindset stuff our parents had some of the best mindsets best understanding of education best understanding of you even if they didn't have an education they knew that your you kids are going to school yeah <laughs> how about that yeah yeah because they <laughs> know it's capital they, exactly they had an understanding of what is capital in this country what is capital in this world do you get what i mean their mindsets weren't the problem some of y'all who grew up in rich homes and places where you know my parents work hard you're feral you're wild and you're absolutely corrupt Not feral <laughs> <laughs> we call you charlatans, charlatans where i come from do you get heathens heathens moralists do you get what i mean like all of these things however our parents having the morals the mindsets the the spirituality the family values the traditions that didn't get them paid that didn't put lights on that didn't put food on the table do you get what i mean so everyone's here saying it's a mindset issue let me come and correct your mindset most of the people you're trying to talk to their mindset is better than you which is why they're working 16 hours a day in factories for four pounds 50 an hour just trying to make ends meet it's not a mindset issue it's an opportunity issue and the reason why it's it's scandalous that you have the effrontery to say these things is you're a part of the problem and you're a part of the reason why they don't have the opportunities. So for you to come and basically come preach on. to the choir about mindset mm-hmm. when it's not a mindset issue mm-hmm. is what is scandalous. Um, this isn't a mindset issue. This is about the fact that you 
woman with the mic are robbing us. There we Do you go. get what there, I mean? That, That's you the, the issue. That, you are the you issue. Are the Do you issue. know what I mean? And it's not to say rich people are the problem because God knows. Most of us are trying to be rich. Do you get what I mean? It's what fueled your riches. Yeah. What got you to where you are right now? Please. And most people are not critical enough or honest enough, shall I say, about what is the source of their riches. Yeah. How? Because if the source of your riches is people's insecurities, the source of your riches is a, an unfair labor market, the source of your riches is exploitation the source of your riches is theft the source like it, and that's not to say you know pl- allegedly please don't come and hit me with lawsuits i don't know what i'm talking about english shoe is she i don't know what? What? microphones to my sisters who's Who? there <laughs> no have you seen that have you seen that meme Minty oh brothel. I don't know. Of who is it? Um, little baby. <laughs> no, I'm lost. <laughs> I'm gonna act dumb real quick. I don't know who is she. Courtney Daniela. My name is Akusiafra. I don't know her. Uh, <laughs> I live in Kumasi. I don't know who that is. Um, but I, I think it's important. Let me get. Let me calm down. I think it's important mm. that for us to just like you said, call a spade a spade. This is not a mindset problem. It's not. And most people keep talking about it like it's a mindset problem. This generation doesn't have a mindset problem. We're exposed to so much content, so many books, so many stories, so many adults Mm -hmm. who are telling us how to shape our minds daily right? The issue is a mindset. The issue is economical, it's structural, and it comes down to opportunity. And also, just because you are presented with an opportunity doesn't always mean that you're actually in the position to take the opportunity, especially when so many things are stacked up against you. And unless people have fair conversations, especially someone like Kim Kardashian, who has done work in the legal field, you understand about systemic issues. Boy. So you're acting like these things, like, and I get people say, oh no, but you have to understand the context and who I was talking about. No. The thing is, your platform doesn't allow you to speak to specific people. You are a public figure now. Yeah. What you say influences sometimes poorly or sadly, it influences some of the biggest things in the world, right? Whole groups of people, Whole people groups. who don't even follow you. Cause I don't even follow Kim Kardashian yeah, and yet neither. I'm presented with these issues daily. What do you think about what she said? She's going viral again, or, and let's even decenter Kim Kardashian from this conversation. A lot of celebrities, the things you say can impact governments. Mm. It can impact the trajectory of a, a whole generation. Do yeah, you know what I mean? You yeah. can release one song and drive a whole generation of people mad. Look at the way people are fainting at Michael Jackson. Do you get what I mean? So I think it's, it comes down to the fact that you don't have the privilege of saying you're only speaking to specific certain people. And that's why sometimes we are careful with the way that we say things and we have to caveat things. And it doesn't mean we're getting things right, but we do it because we don't know who is listening and we don't know the level of understanding that the people listening have. And you have to be mindful of that because mm-hmm. that's when what you're saying becomes harmful, harmful, not because it's untrue, but because you don't know how the people hearing it are going to use it and how it's going to influence the way that they perceive themselves. This is what, that's why, why you back. need to be informed when you talk. Because if you're not... PR exactly exactly this is exactly why we need to and i don't think enough people think about branding pr um narratives the things that they say enough no they don't please you need people who are informed on certain issues to help you navigate very difficult terrain because i don't know who let that clip of kim kardashian go out after molly may situation just happened a few weeks ago slip 
and this is the problem. Fire your team. Even that, right? When you live a life in an ivy tower, Mm. it becomes very, very difficult to be informed with what's going down in the farmyards Mm. and in the 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 vineyards, right? So that I'm not surprised. I'm upset. Am I upset? No. I am mildly shocked that it was. <laughs> I love how it keeps coming down. Surprise. Do you know what I mean? Upset? Because mildly shocked. I don't like, I don't want to say that this penetrated my consciousness oh, no, no, and psyche like this at all because it didn't. It was just yeah. that, oh, you're saying something that's unfortunately yeah. quite misinformed and dumb yeah. again. Because um, there's been multiple times, it's not like they have a track record of, you know, very amazing things that they've said. It was more of a, oh, you guys need to think about your team because if I was like your representative or working within your team, I would literally solidly be like, yo, everything that gets, that is created for social media yeah. has got to run by at least 10 people. Yeah. And if it's not run by 10 people or if it's run by 10 people and it's still crap when it comes out, you got to fight all That's of them. why you need image consultants, image managers, image, someone. Image consultants are not Kevin Samuels. Please don't. Could you imagine I that you bombshell? God, it is too late to bring up certain names. <laughs> it is too late to bring up certain conversation parts of conversation. Please, I beg you in the name of Jesus Christ. The lamb that was slain, the lion of Judah. <laughs> Do imagine? not talk to me about that right now. <laughs> Could you imagine <gasps> your PR and image consultant being Kevin Samuels? God. That is actually something I've thought about doing one day. Image being, cons- an being image an image cons- consultant. Yeah, yeah no, being, I hear it. Not an image consultant, sorry. Someone has ruined that name. Yeah, that, no, that yeah, Because it just makes me just think being, of denim, of jack- denim uh, uh, trousers. Or like life coach. Ugh. But just someone who just helps you manage that part. Brand because I think there's so many... Brand consultant. Mm. I would really love to do brand consulting. Because so many people are so talented, but you need to stick where you're strong. You need to stick where you're strong. And then if you do want to branch out, you need to read you need to read no 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 you need to read and we are saying this from very privileged positions because again we have been part of institutions that have hammered into us this kind of training this type of articulation having to defend and debate on a daily basis for you know the best part of three or four years of our lives okay so we're even even in that we are you know very very privileged having said that if you want to have an opinion on a topic, you must be well-versed. Mm, you must be. I don't care what it is. Listen, it can be the most articulate, you know, mm-hmm. a topic. It can be the most baseline, mm-hmm. you know, like really ridiculous topic. Mm-hmm. You need to be informed. Yes. And I feel like, especially with our generation right now on social media, because of platform, people think that platform validates their opinions, but it's not. It's being well-versed. I don't care how many followers you have. Go and read. Go and go study and watch something. something. Go and study. Go and We've study lost something. the art of studying. And this is the problem. So many of you think, oh, but I don't like reading books. That's fine. You just need to learn from people's life experience. Mm. That's the bit that catches people out. Because if you knew a bigger range of people, you wouldn't say the crap that you say. Do you get what I mean? The issue is, like you said, you live in this high tower and you probably live in an echo chamber Mm. and you don't know enough people to realize the thing that you are saying is actually not relevant to the majority of people that you're even trying to talk to. So even if you don't like reading books and maybe you struggle with academic literature or you struggle with social political commentary or whatever it may be, maybe you just 
you can't bring yourself to do all that learn from people's lives from people's lives lives. because even like the first thing we went to wasn't an academic study it wasn't a book that we've read it was our parents experience precisely if you don't take time to actually learn from the lives of other people you're gonna get caught out because most people's lives have not been like yours everybody is on a different path and everyone's path has crumbs down it that give you a trail of wisdom and some of you are here talking without wisdom without empathy without compassion being absolutely uninformed Mm. but you're loud you're loud you're loud and you lack class you lack class um we don't want that here we don't not even a little we forgive you because that's one thing we don't do we don't cancel people right here you can change you You can can change change, but we want to see change you need to put the dance hat on first and go into a corner rehabilitate before you come back because baby ain't no having no uninformed you need to acknowledge that you got it wrong put the big dance hat on but anyways, I think that that really does open up conversations around like social mobility. Yeah. And I know that's something that we've cared about for a really long time in our own like specific journeys. Yeah. But also, our sister requested it in the emails. Oh, okay. Yeah, now the sisters talk you about see, social she's mobility. She informed. <laughs> um, but yeah, I kind of wanted to talk briefly about social mobility, yeah. whether it is important as well as something to be aspired, aspired to. to. Yes, right. So I might be, you might think this is controversial. However, as people who grew up in working class backgrounds, right? We might, be, we, we might have been in the underclass. I think we just about made it. <laughs> <laughs> we pipped into the working we just, people. We just cramped into the working <laughs> class. No, I think we were in the <laughs> Basically, we didn't grow up with a lot of monies or Man. things, okay? Um, especially the early parts of our lives. However, yeah. I think as people who grew up... <laughs> with a level of you know <laughs> lack of resources let's say because i don't even want to say poor because i think like those things are relative mm. like just generally working class let's just stick with that yeah. underclass adjacent Is- <laughs> <laughs> underclass adjacent um it would be wrong of us to say that we have not had we have not climbed up the social ladder a little bit yeah, yeah, because of the access and the opportunities which we have had. Precisely. How those opportunities and access came about, yes, there was some hard work into it, but also it was just favor from God. And the reason why I say that is, like you said about luck, whilst I don't believe in luck, I do believe in favor. Mm. And the thing about favor is favor is not fair. Mm. And I've accepted mm. that. Favor is not fair, right? And so one thing I've I've had to tell myself is, there's a lot of I guess quote-unquote privilege Mm. that we have had by the things that we have come into in terms of opportunities the people that we have been able to meet Mm. the fact that we had certain gifts from young being able to be academic yeah that's a leg out of, of a lot of situations for a lot of people mm. right and then going to the unis we went to i think is what really no in the coffin really, yeah <laughs> send them up they're going up the level i think to say it would i think to say something like it's unimportant to aspire to social mobility would be wrong coming out of my mouth i will say mm. it would be wrong coming out of my mouth mm-hmm. because i know where i started from I know the life my parents lived. I know what they worked hard to get out of and also had to put themselves through a lot of stuff to get out of. And I know the life that they wanted for me Mm. and it wasn't the life that they had. And it wasn't the life that a typical 
the the typical st- the statistics would say we would be able to live if that makes sense. Yeah. So I think it would be unfair and unrealistic for me to say social mobility isn't important to me. That's that. All, I say all that to say that. Do you get what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Is it something that you have to aspire to? Absolutely not. But it comes down to what do you want out of life, Precisely. right? And what do you believe is possible for yourself? And what do you desire? For some people, they are happy with where they are. No one should be able to take that away from you. For some people material things like finances money income it really doesn't matter to them it doesn't give them a sense of fulfillment whatsoever Mm. if that's the case for you social mobility doesn't matter if you're going around with that idea and the mindset because it comes down to ideologies right it comes down to beliefs because some people don't even believe in social mobility some people don't believe in social class tier systems people don't believe in the hierarchies whatsoever i don't know about y'all but okay you know if these things are unimportant to you why should you aspire to social mobility? Mm. Do you get? I mean, it's not like these things are objective mm-hmm. per se. Mm-hmm. However, if this is the way that you f- you view life, I think it's important for you to decide what's important to you, right? What actually matters to you? This is true. If money matters to you, if your standard of living actually matters to you, especially when it comes to the material aspects of things, I don't think it's bad to aspire for social mobility whatsoever. And I yeah. think there are stories of people who have been able to, I look to like my parents and stuff. My parents are in their sixties and are only living the life that they actually want now. Mm. And that has been hard to see, but I've seen how they've just grinded for it just because that's what they wanted and they've worked for it. Right. However, if it's not what you want, you don't have to work it's for it force. just because social society is pressuring you to do it and i think mm. living in a generation which stunts a lot it will make you think that you have to pursue it you have to pursue that tax thing. bracket you have thing. to pursue that income level you really don't you can live the life that you want the last thing you need is to be pressured by anybody to think that your life isn't worth anything because you have not transcended your social class mm. a lot of people are not going to be honest about the fact that they transcended their social class because they married well or because Even, you know they uh, came into a good amount of money through an inheritance and it, there are different ways to transcend your social class class outside of hard work yes. mm. however it comes down to what do you want baby precisely precisely that's why i'm and trying I to think, be a sugar baby I, please don't take me seriously when i say that by the way because i know some people were pressed when i said that last is time it? yeah i got some dms is it they should mind their business Maybe they should, because they need to make more money. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um, step your money up. Step your money up. Get your gas pedal. <laughs> work harder. Um, <laughs> I think. I think what's also important is to understand the various overlapping tiered systems that exist yeah. in society as Come well. Come on, right? because go sorry, there. Talk about intersectional talk. Let me cross my leg. <laughs> um, but no, thinking about the different systems of hierarchies yeah. and. Perhaps I'm a little bit pessimistic when I say that where there is difference in humanity, there will always be hierarchy. Mm, 100%. That's purely the way that a lot of people and a lot of societies and communities have processed difference. Yeah. And it's unfortunate, but it's what we've seen over time and time again over, you know, billions of years and all Literally. that kind of stuff. So where there is difference, there will be hierarchy, yeah. but there will be overlapping hierarchies. So even when I think about class, right? Sometimes we think that money is the only resource that is needed to enter into a particular class when really there's so many different forms of capital. If you haven't checked it out already, Bordeaux's um, thoughts and theories on capital, the different types of capital, there's social capital, cultural capital. There's, And the thing is, these kinds of capital, Capital, capital. precisely capital, financial (laughs) capital, these different types of capital have different values ascribed to them depending on the hierarchies you exist in. So you might have like, 
um, dominant culture, which is like Western culture, yeah. where a particular cultural capital will get you to places yeah. and get you opportunities and all that kind of stuff. But, then but there, are subcultures. there are subcultures where that doesn't really, baby, that's not working. We don't care about that here. We don't care about that here. You know, there are some cultures when we think about like, um, uh, what's a what's a classic example? Code switching, yeah. right? When we think about code switching, there are certain, you know, forms of articulation and certain languages whereby when you speak them in a dominant, like, you know, white supremacy law yeah. um, culture, <laughs> it really prevents you from access. <laughs> it really prevents you from accessing a lot of opportunities that are open for people. Yeah. However, in particular subcultures, or sometimes within the dominant culture itself, there are actually silos whereby your difference and your cultural capital will be valued differently. Yeah. So when I think of like, when we were applying to like, you know, top institutions, we had the cultural capital of the fact that we have very different experiences and we actually capitalized on that yeah. knowledge as a form of strength yeah. as opposed to a weakness. Yeah. So I say all of this to say, stop thinking so rigidly about, you know, um, social class and yeah. social hierarchies. These really are fluid things that yeah. interact with each other. So really think about, the assets that you currently have, it's not even necessarily about aspiring towards more, but more about where can I find more opportunities where this capital I have has value. Value. Where can I leverage what I, I like currently that. have? Because now we've moved the conversation away from, you know, move hard work and all that kind of stuff. It's about opportunity. Yeah. So there- And making use of that opportunity. Precisely. So therefore it becomes a question of positionality. Yes. Where can you position yourself well to leverage the capital you already have? Come on. So it's not just about like moving, but it's actually what do I have that will allow me to move? Yeah. Because many of us have, we're sitting on gifts that we have. Your difference, your story. Oh yes, we've heard that, you know, you might have been from the projects, but- that's Listen, a story. That's a story. There is so much power in that story. You might have, I don't know where you could have, you could have grown up in the forest. There are some kids out there yeah. that have grown up with animals. Yeah. That's, the, oh, listen, they have used the feral kids. Anyways. Oh, that's exactly. That's a, that's, that's a, that's, ooh, that's, that's, that's a, pick up a sociology <laughs> textbook, child. That first page kids. is feral. Jeez. <laughs> about feral children. <laughs> you know, you have a story and don't let the fact that you've been um, exposed to a very specific social hierarchy yeah. or culture yeah. determine the value of the capital yeah. you have you everybody has capital yes everybody has a yeah. form of capital it's about positionality 100 how can you position yourself well to leverage what you have think Come about on. your disadvantages but then also think where would this be an advantage yeah. in? where can i leverage this yeah where can i use this to my game Come on. it's about gaining now yeah let's start gaining it's not just you know mindset yeah i'm so glad you touched on mindset it's the most it's, me off uh, the, it's the worst time. of it it's it, that for me is what's the what's most problematic Sickening. about those conversations you're really preaching to the choir like you don't it's not a mindset issue stop trying to seminar us into systemic change you're telling people that work 16 hour that shifts they need that they need a mindset hard. it's not a mindset shift they don't need to read a book they don't need to you're work probably smarter. employing people they, to work 16 exactly. hour shifts you charlatan it's not that it's systemic and Nuts. that's why i feel like and i love that you brought up bordeaux's conceptions of capital because 
when it comes down to it, even if you don't have like the capital that we mentioned, this is why community matters. Mm -hmm. Because as long as you're not doing life alone, you have people capital, you have human capital, you have social capital, you have people around you who, whilst you may not understand the culture of the day that will get you, you know, I remember they always used to bring up that like example of going to the opera versus like watching TV, all of that nonsense, yeah. When it comes down to it, as long as you have people change can happen 100%. i can guarantee you 100%. change can happen even if it's you somebody if you feel voiceless get find someone who has a voice 100%. someone who's bold enough to talk if you feel like you have no money get a pool of friends around you and our, our aunties and uncles and grandmothers used to do this all the, all time. the time we don't have power here but in our collective we have some kind of power if you have one p one p can't do think something for you but if we all have one p 10 p can do something for us you can buy a freddo we can do something to start something to do something do you get what i mean mm. and i think having that mindset of collectivity because i think these conversations of social mobility what also underpins it and is really below the surface is mm. living in a western capitalistic community or or world society where individualism is killing the people because it's very much about individual effort i worked hard if and that's you how they worked get hard, you exactly if you worked hard things would be different from you but when you have a community and collective mindset your mindset is i've worked hard so that we can win mm-hmm. do you know what i mean mm-hmm. however living in this 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 um, mindset and this ideology in this part of the world in the west yeah it really is about i've done this for me this and I'm serving as my... inspiration. It comes back down oh, to the mindset thing. I'm serving as instru- inspiration so that you can shift your mindset and do what I have done. Liars. Community and collective mindset um, minded people. Sorry. Sorry, it's late. That's why my words are not coming. You guys know I struggle to talk on a daily anyway. But community and collective mi- collective minded people, they don't think like that. There we go. The way that they think is you do your part i'll do my part let's bring our parts together let's play to both of our strengths you've got this i've got this you've got the pot i've got the oil someone's got the plantain let's fry it let's sell it let's make this work yeah do you get what i mean that's how it's not about who's winning it's about can we all win and i think as a sisterhood we really need to start and that's why it's so unfortunate that these conversations can happen sometimes amongst women Mm. because it's like as a sisterhood as a brotherhood in whatever community you're in and around the collective the uh the values that you have uh joined yourselves around whatever that community has formed around that bond is there Mm. and communities can really change things for people and so it becomes unfortunate when people are talking about making it out on your own that's the bit that makes me sad as a sisterhood we can't have that mindset of you need to make it out on your own I am my sister's keeper. My mindset has to be, I can't exploit you for my own gain and think that I have achieved some kind of success. Because whilst that's that's the mainstream, that's the culture's definition of success. I made it out of the hood. I'm the one who lives in the nice place. I'm the one with the good job. But if all my sisters are suffering, I didn't win. You I compromised. You gatekeep. Oh, do you know why I hate gatekeepers? You will do all this work to come and be the first of the first of the first mm-hmm. and you're the last because mm. you close the gate on your way. Oh my God. You close, like I oh just, I just don't understand why you want to, it's so sad to watch people become the very thing that they 
actively try yeah. to dismantle all in the name of individuality all in the name of self-preservation all in the name of i want to be at the top of the hierarchy yeah. this is the problem there's too many egos at the top and this is why there's having conversations many. about sisterhood actually really matter because that's what you're forfeiting we're not saying that this is easy because this goes completely against the grain mm. of what capitalist societies teach you. Yeah. Capitalist societies teach you every man for themselves. If you make it out, you watch your back. 100%, do you get what I mean? 100%. It's this mindset that you have to do this alone. Do you get what I mean? When you join a sisterhood, because we're not saying that, like I said, we're not saying that this is easy and we're also not trying to virtue signal yeah. because what we're saying is when you join a sisterhood or when you have a sisterhood mentality, this is why what we're doing, let me just say, as much as it's not new, it's still revolutionary. The sisterhood revolution. Do you get what I mean? It's Whilst it's not new, our grandmothers, especially if you, like they are doing, the, if you come from small communities. Um, They're doing the most. They've what been doing this the, for time. Listen, what happened to the days back in like my mum's day when somebody was getting married, they you would bring, bring everything the entire to, do you community get what to I come mean? and cook. But now because there's such a watered down version of community, there's no real yeah. sense of like love. But can you there's have no true community of, in capitalist societies? Man, it's T for tight because everybody's trying to win against somebody else. It, That's it, the thing. Capitalism pits you against other people. It is all people. about competition. It has to. By default, you have to be winning above 100%. somebody else. It is all about competition. It's all about structures, all about hierarchies. It's all about power and how you can gain more power. Power is the capital. Mm. And so when it comes down to it, having a community-minded set, saying you belong to a sisterhood. Sis, if you are joining this sisterhood, it's not just about glowing and growing. It's realizing that your glowing and growing is so that you can help the collective. Yeah, yeah. Do you get what I mean? That's why we're pushing you because you can pay it forward. You can pay it back and you can pay it across, okay? You can help someone with an opportunity. You can share your resources. If we do some of the radical things we want to do in the future and we say sisters listen there's plans that we have for tms let me give you an example mm. this is why i need y'all to step your money up mm. and that's why we're trying to train each other to get into this idea of charitable oh, giving and collective coming. if we come together and we say one of the sisters in the sisterhood is literally a genius but she doesn't have enough money to go to university sisters we need to bring the money yeah we need to put the money down because we have the opportunity to give we have the chance to give someone an opportunity mm, as sisters beautiful, beautiful. we can we it's now in our hands to be able to do that right and you can call that idealistic you can call that it's not realistic i think it it's unrealistic because of the hearts of people. I don't think it's unrealistic because of the lack of resource. Yep. I really don't. Yep. And that's why I'm saying it comes down to an ideological shift. If you want to talk about mindset shifts, the mindset shift we need is not from lazy to hardworking. It's from individualistic to collective thinking. You need to start thinking, being community minded. You need to start thinking about your sisters as well as yourself. That's how a sisterhood moves. That's mm. how, that's actually how power is gained yeah. in the numbers. And whilst people think Every revolution that we have seen is because people have united on a, a set of common principles and a set of common values. Mm. When it comes to this sisterhood, we know a sisterhood, a global sisterhood at that can have power if we have decided as much as we have ideological, religious, uh, political differences, we understand and we believe in these principles. I am my sister's keeper. 
regardless of who she is, regardless of what she's done, regardless of where she's been, regardless of what she knows or doesn't know, I am my sister's keeper. Mm. There is something I have to do. And that can be in the form of resource and giving money, or it can be in the form of correction. It can be on the form of mentorship. It can be in any kind of form, but I have to help my sister out. Because Lord knows that you could be the sister that needs help. In fact, you're here talking about work hard, work hard. You might be one recession away from losing all your assets. You might. Not I even really need would to work like to see hard. you implement that work hard BS this to is get out thing. of a recessive you, issue. You don't even need to work that hard. Listen, when you, when, if you have an issue in your life here, yeah, a problem shared is a problem half solved. Some of you are working hard because you don't have friends. And you're working double the amount that you should be. Because you don't have people. Get plugged in. Please. As Courtney said, listen, when we sound the alarm and the klaxon goes. <laughs> no, 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 no. Dead ass. Because <laughs> we've got some really ambitious things. Uh, We're done with even calling this a podcast. It's actually a yeah. movement. We've called it the Sisterhood Revolution. Revolution. We're bringing some really radical things out. This isn't just us speaking to you on a week get prepared we're training Pack you up load. for some stuff sisters we are load. going we told you we're going we to got war work to do <laughs> you know there's crazy people out here <laughs> Big we bumped into some today it's scary. Oh. it's scary outside guys be safe oh and even in that yeah i was reminded through we'll tell the story another time but this entire weekend has been shambolic right. to say the least but actually having somebody like Courtney there present, we actually thank the Lord because I would have actually just lost it. You know what's so funny? Today when we went to do our nails, the lady said something which was so sweet before everything went a bit haywire. Yeah. She was like, oh, how long have you two known each other? Because she found out obviously just in common conversation. She was like, oh, where do you guys live? And we both told her we actually live together. We work together. We have a business together. She's like, oh my gosh, how long have you two known each other? And we were like nearly 10 years. And she was like, oh, where I'm from, we wouldn't call you friends. We'd call you sisters. Yeah. So, that was... <laughs> shed a tear. Like she paint my toes. Beautiful. Yeah. Oh, then we started shedding tears after. <laughs> <laughs> then, then things went a bit left Ever. but it wasn't really it was her fault but she was nice yeah but when yeah. she said that i was like hmm, that was true. that was beautiful that was definitely beautiful on that note sisters we have to bid you adieu mm. um but even as we bid you adieu we really want you to continue to reflect on this idea of collective thinking and collective winning. Yeah. This glowing and you committing to this glowing and growing journey with us, beside us, standing as a community is one that we really want to be a global movement, yeah. okay? If we are going to start questioning and taking down and tearing down structures that are actively against this kind of thinking yeah. and actively against a lot of the communities that we care about most, then we need to actually, as we said, when the klaxon sounds, you need to be you need to be ready, okay? Yeah. You need to work on yourself, but more importantly, you need to invest in other people yeah. and you need to invest in the sisters that you have around you because those are the people that are going to stand with you when the time is necessary. Yeah. So sisters, we hope you enjoyed that conversation. If you have any thoughts around the whole, you know, Kim K, Molly May fiasco, fiasco please feel free to drop it like it's hot in the comments below the YouTube video. 
um as well as come and say hi to us on social media hello everything is popping up on the instagram it really is popping there's a lot of you guys it's really exciting (laughs) um but please come and say hi to us on instagram you can find us there at to my sisterhood and of course please 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 come and follow our individual journeys collectively see what i did there collectively you know what i'm saying it's a collective (laughs) movement um, so please follow the lovely Miss at CD Boateng and come and say hi to me over at Renee Kapuku. We love to see it and sis so that you never miss a beat. Come Sign on. up to the mailing list, okay? You get resources, you get access to things first. Okay, how about that? So sign up to the mailing list at twomysisters.com. That's also where you can send a dilemma if you're ever wondering. And you can follow us on Twitter Come at twomysisterhood. And you can start a conversation over on the TL. Okay, go and disturb some other people's bees by using the hashtag <laughs> twomysisters. And what is the other thing oh and you can follow us on other social platforms you just search to my sisterhood we're gonna pop up we're gonna pop we're gonna see you're gonna see this one thing about us you're gonna see us a hundred percent but honestly we just wish you all the best when um for this upcoming week in whatever it is that you are doing okay don't get bogged down if you need to log out log out whatever it it may be but sisters we are here for you and we are growing this sisterhood so share the sisterhood with a friend with a sister with someone who you love deeply share it on whatsapp just send the link over to somebody okay we're growing we're growing and glowing but growing And of course, you guys have already been doing it. We love you so much. Please rate the podcast five stars. It really does help us in terms of like finding ourselves in front of other people's um, eyes and getting people exposed to the podcast. But also it just helps us to feel good about what it is we are doing. And we do sometimes need encouragement. So thank you so much for all of you rating us five stars because we are five stars on Spotify. I know that's right. I know. I know. But yeah, rate us five stars. Drop a comment here on YouTube as well. We want to talk to you. We want to hear from you. Okay, sisters, have an amazing week. We love you and keep glowing and growing. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com